0: what's going on family grace and peace this is your host jayvon blue on the kingdom talks podcast where we're going to be talking about god business trading manhood marriage and all the real stuff that's happening out there so listen sit back relax open up your bibles open up your notebooks whatever you got to do and let's get it sheesh let's go what up what up what's going on kingdom family grace and peace to you We are back on the Kingdom Talks podcast, and guess what, family? You already know I'm excited, and this is season four. Season four within the Kingdom Talks podcast, and guys, let me tell you something, man. It's it's always a blessing to come on here. You guys already know how grateful I am to just be in a position where the Lord is just able to use me um, to just give you guys a word, you know, just give you guys a word, and I'm excited about season four because it's definitely going to be dope. Um definitely going to reiterate some stuff that I said within the other seasons, um, because I believe that it's always good. You know, it's always good to bring back some information um, so that so that, you know, you can you can definitely get to understand it. You know, the Bible says in all like getting get an get understanding. So understanding is the number one thing that allows you to really advance to that person that you want to become. Right. Whether it's in your marriage Whether it's in, you know, your friendships, whether it's at your job, within entrepreneurship, whatever the case may be, understanding is the foundation of it all. Right. So we're going to get into today's episode. Right. So today's episode um, of season four is going to be about what does God say about money? Right. Or what does God say about investing? Right. How does he look at it? What is what is his perspective? Right, so throughout the Bible, I believe the Bible has the greatest information when it comes to wealth, when it comes to investing, when it comes to um working jobs for wages, when it comes to you know trading, like all of that is in the biblical scripts, right? And when we look at it from a lens um, of authority. Right. When we're looking at the word from a lens of authority, we will see why God said what he said or inspired those who who, you know, wrote on um, why the spirit led them to say that. Because I believe when it comes to money, when it comes to an investing, God is the greatest of it all. Right. Because when we're looking at the earth right now, you could just look outside right now or you could just look at anything. God designed it. Right. He designed it so that it can get a return. Right. Anything that you anything that you sow, you're going to reap. Right. So God is a God of the harvest. So because God is a God of, of the harvest, that means that he understands that there's a planting season. Right. There's a season Um, that you have to go through when it comes to seed planting, right? And seed planting, when you look at money as a seed and not paper or numbers, right? But when you look at money as a seed, you start to understand the spiritual aspects of money, right? And I was having this conversation with my boy, Carl. Shout out to him on a Sundry Thoughts podcast. Um, Definitely go check that out. Dude is amazing, um but yo we was having a conversation like is 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 there an infinite supply of money right like is 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 money finite or is it infinite like can it keep going and you know my my answer was yes his answer was no right the reason for my answer was yes because i look at money as nothing more or nothing less than information Right. Money is an idea. Money is information. Money is also energy. It needs to move. Money can only be backed by movement. Right. So when we look at money as a seed, when we look at money as information, when we look at money as knowledge, that can never run out. Right. As long as we have imagination, as long as we have a mind, money will never, ever like disappear. Simply because we have an infinite supply of thoughts, I would say, <laughs> right? So if I just decide, hey, listen, I would like to make a flying car one day. And guess what? It can happen. I actually seen people doing it, but it can happen. Why? Because if I plant the seed within my mind, right, it can produce in reality, right? Right. I'm pretty sure a lot of people looked at Steve Jobs crazy. A lot um, a lot of people looked at the Wright brothers crazy. A lot of people looked at a lot of people that's crazy that we look at billionaires today and we like, oh, my goodness, we should control them. But, hey, 20 years ago, you probably was calling them crazy because they understood something that produced. So they had an idea that idea produced them income and now it allowed them to be in a position to learn how money works. So I want to go into some scriptures that really talk about um, talk about the essence and the beauty of how um, God looks at money, how God looks at investing um, in so sort. So the first scripture I want to come out of is Ecclesiastes 11. Right. And in Ecclesiastes 11, it says, send your bread, right? Send your bread on the surface of the water. Right. For after many days, you may find it. Now, I look at the bread as your money. Right. That currency that you have. Anytime somebody says send, that means cast it out. Make sure it goes out somewhere. So Solomon in Ecclesiastes 11 is saying, send your bread, send your money, right? Send your currency on the surface of the water for after many days, you may find it. Verse two, he says, give a portion to seven or even to eight for you don't know what disaster may happen on earth. So this is talking about multiple streams of income. If you know anything about Solomon, right? Solomon was a very, very wealthy man, right? God blessed him with that after he asked for wisdom. So the wisdom, right? Came before the money. And, and, and this is what I always tell people. It's the understanding. It's the wisdom. That is, that is what's going to get you And 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 plus the execution on it. But that is what's going to set you up to understand how money works. So he says, give a portion to seven or even to eight for you don't know what disaster may happen on Earth. And we went through a disaster here on Earth called the pandemic, COVID-19. Right. And when this disaster hits hit everyone's household, I don't care if you were rich or poor, you felt it. Right you felt it so we all felt a disaster but who sustained it who maintained who kept themselves grounded when the disaster hit based off of the portions that you have given out over over the land i would say so a lot of people dominated or took advantage of a a recession right because that was an opportunity to send your bread on the surface of the waters. It was an opportunity to take your money, right? And start investing it into multiple streams. So this is like when we're reading this in the Bible, it's such a it's such a beautiful thing because it's, it's letting us know what we should do from an understanding standpoint of money. Then verse 3 says, If the clouds are full, they will pour out rain on the earth. If the clouds are full, they will pour out rain on the earth. Whether a tree falls to the south or to the north, the the place, excuse me, the place where the tree falls there, it will lie. It says the one who watches the wind will not sow. And the one who looks at the clouds will not reap. Guys, what is this saying here? The one who watches the wind will not sow and the one who looks at the clouds will not reap. Guys, you can't keep watching people make money. You can't keep watching people become successful. You can't keep watching the market does what it do and you're like, "Man, I'm just waiting for the right time to get in." Now, if you're watching, I would say this, if you're watching from the place of understanding where you're you're like, "Yo, I'm going to gain knowledge." on how this thing works before I actually execute by all means do that. I encourage that, but I'm talking to the people right now that is still watching while people become millionaires, while people become billionaires, while people just their life totally changes and you're just sitting there like, well, you know, I'm just waiting for that time. No, no. He says the one who watches the wind will not sow. And the one who looks at the clouds will not reap. And oftentimes we see a lot of people who want the rewards for doing nothing. We want we we have a lot of people who want the harvest, but never reap. I, I mean, never sowed anything. So stop looking at the clouds. Right. Stop looking at the wind standing in the wind, figuring out when it's going to be your turn. Right. So verse five says, just as you don't know the path of the wind or how bones develop in the womb of a pregnant woman. So also you don't know the work of God who makes everything. And this is when a lot of times, you know, when people get into entrepreneurship, when people start businesses and and when people start investing, even if you're working a job and you are an investor, that's your that's your other stream of income stop thinking that you can you can control every move investing is risky but it's a calculated risk actually everything is risky <laughs> right but when when we're looking at this when you start to do things don't do things don't don't not do things because you you don't have a hundred percent control over it you will never have a hundred um one hundred percent control over anything right So what Solomon is saying here, he says, listen, you don't know the work of God who makes everything. This is why you have to you have to do multiple things. You have to put your money in multiple things. Right. I'm not saying just go willy nilly before understand. Oh, you know, I'm going to put my money in NFTs. I'm going to put my money in crypto. I'm going to put my money in real estate. I'm going to put my money in business. Yes, that is good. But make sure you get the understanding of it. Because the truth of the matter is this, family, you can also have multiple streams within one stream. See, but that's another that's another podcast. (laughs) Right. But just know that there's a reason why you need to give a portion to seven or even to eight for you do not know what will happen. But then verse six, he says, in the morning, sow your seed. In the morning, sow your seed. I like to look at that morning. I'm looking at that from the aspect of when you get your understanding of whatever industry that you want to invest in, sow your seed. So when he says in the morning, sow your seed, I'm telling you guys right now, when you get knowledge of what it is that you want to invest in, sow. And at the evening, he said, do not let your hand rest. Because you don't know which will succeed. Now, here's the thing. Don't just invest in, in, in into this one coin <laughs> or this one property. And then you're like, hey, I right, what's up? Like I'm waiting for my harvest. I'm about to be written. Ah, bro. At the evening, do not let your hand rest because you don't know which which will succeed. He says whether one or the other or if both of them will be equally good So I need you guys To understand that What God is saying right here What Solomon is, is, is saying Through the spirit of God Is the beauty of investing But they're looking at it As a seed Right they're looking at money As a seed That needs to be planted Multiple times In different areas of The land so I hope you guys really got that concept, right? I hope you guys really under, um, understand it from that perspective because it's 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 a beautiful thing that's going to help you when it comes to understanding. Because a lot of people look at, you know, Christianity and they say, oh, well, you know, um, you know the church be trying to take money and this, that. Listen, you got to understand the word to understand what God says about it. See, I never care. About what (laughs) what people say when it comes to the church, because I know oftentimes they probably never read the whole Bible. They don't know. They don't even know the fundamentals of the Gospels like they don't they just don't know things. So I can only like now I want to only talk about things that I know of. Oftentimes, a lot of people talk about things that they don't know of because they have an emotional connection to something that probably hurt them or something like that. So now they have to respond because of insecurity. But I don't want you guys to do that when it comes to you being of God. And then we have to talk about money. And then you're like, oh, well, God and money don't go hand in hand. Yes, it does. Right. Yes, it does. So let's keep going, family. Let's keep building. Let's keep building. The second, the second scripture that I want to come out of um, is Proverbs 13, 22. Right. Proverbs 13, 22. It says a good man leaves an inheritance to his grandchildren. But the sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. Proverbs 13, 22. Right. So when we're talking about a good man leaves an inheritance to his grandchildren, he's not even talking about his children his immediate children, his immediate family. He's speaking, hey, listen, you got to go beyond that. You have to make sure that you're leaving an inheritance so that your lineage will be blessed based off of what you sown, right? But he says, but the sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. Here's the thing. How I look at that is, is, is simply this. When you have the mindset that I'm going to do what I need to do financially for my family, for my lineage, for my bloodline, you are already walking in something that is, that is promising because, you know, the Bible says, listen, a good man's steps are ordered by the Lord, right? God is going to position you into places that will advance you. And when he advances you, guess what, family? Your family gets blessed. So when he says a good man leaves an inheritance to his grandchildren, listen, that's a walk that you have to go through. That's understanding that you have to go through. But he said, but the sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. So why is God saying the sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous? See, to me, that means that God must want us To have wealth. (laughs) Right? If God didn't didn't want us to have wealth, he wouldn't have the sinner's wealth stored up for us. See, God, God, God is very serious about his children. See, the Bible is about a kingdom, a king and his children. So when we're looking at this, if I'm the son of the king, then I get the inheritance of the king. I I hope you guys is getting that. So this ain't some prosperity gospel. This is what the Bible says about those that are righteous, those that are walking with God. So guys, make sure we are thinking in ways that will allow us to leave an inheritance for our children. Now, Proverbs 19.2 says, also it is not good for a person to be without knowledge and he who hurries his footsteps is in error i want you guys to understand about this as you're gaining knowledge of how money works as you're gaining knowledge yo what's going on kingdom family don't kill me i know i just interrupted this amazing episode but it's for a good reason let me ask you a question what if you were able to learn how to turn your weekly income into your daily income? What if you were able to learn how to turn your monthly income into your weekly income? Well, guys, I've created something called Skill Sets Over Paychecks Fundamental Trading Course where we're teaching the average person how to multiply their money within the largest financial markets in the world. So if that is you and you're like, hey, yo, Jay, like I'm tired of living paycheck to paycheck. Listen, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go to www. .kingdomtradingnetwork.com, And I want you to select the course Learn from it Apply the information And watch what happens to your life I will see you guys On the remainder of the episode Let's get it Of Wealth and different stuff like that We also have to know family That don't be in a hurry To take footsteps Don't make haste to make money when you neglect the knowledge of it. So this is why it says also it's not good for a person to be without knowledge. This is why so many people mess up. Solomon is telling you right now in Proverbs. He says, those who hurry his footstep on footsteps are in error, right? So what happens is you see the new thing that comes out that you should invest in. You have the money, but you don't have the understanding. And then six months later, you trying to figure out why your investment is in the hole right now. Because guess what? You probably got in at the all time high. You probably got in when it was all hype and now it crashed. The market reset, whatever the case may be. I mean, and, and, and this goes back to my initial point My initial point is this Is that as long as you have the knowledge You'll always have the money Or access to it Because I still believe in execution Right So let's keep moving Proverbs 21 5 says The plans of the diligent lead to profit As surely as haste leads to poverty So what is Solomon saying again He said listen the plans of the diligent lead to a profit. If you ain't got no plan, you ain't getting no profit. Right? If you don't have the knowledge, you don't have the money. But you ain't got no plan for the knowledge, you ain't getting nothing. He said, as surely as haste leads to um, poverty. So he's letting you know, if you ain't got no plan and you're trying to rush into this thing, of investing, of money, of generating, of inheritance, all this type of stuff. If you ain't got no plan, family, then guess what? You're rushing into poverty. It doesn't matter if you got Oh, I got $10,000. Let me get into some real estate. I got I got I got 50 grand. Let me get into some, you know, let me put this in the stock. Yo, bro, if you ain't got a plan, you ain't got no knowledge. You are hasty. Like you're leading yourself into poverty. Because money is not about money. Money is about information. Money is about the energy that you have be- um, that you have behind it. Money is about the connections that you have. Money is not about money. So when you when you make haste, when you rush into it, this is going to lead you to poverty. And when you start to like when you start to do things based off emotion and you start to make haste and go into it too fast, guess what Proverbs 13 11 says? He says, dishonest money dwindles away. But he who gathers money little by little makes it grow. See, when you rush into things, when it comes to money, family, what the Bible is telling you, he says, basically, you're going. it's I'm not saying that it that, that that it will happen every single time. But what I am saying is this, your mind isn't clear. And when your mind isn't clear and you rush into things without understanding, this is when evil starts to present itself. Because you start to do dishonest things with your money so that you can get the money. Proverbs thirteen eleven says, dishonest money dwindles away. So even if you get it, it's only going to last for a little while because it's going to dwindle away because it's not built on truth. The foundation of your money is not built on truth truth but he says but he who gathers money little by little makes it grow this is the beauty of long-term investing this is the beauty of compounding so when we understand that family when we understand that hey listen he who gathers money little by little makes it grow we understand hey listen this is an understanding game this means that hey listen i may have to i may have to do this for a while So it's a process before the prophet, right? (laughs) Write that down if you're taking notes. You got to go do the process before you go to the prophet, right? Let's go to another scripture. Proverbs 18, 10 to 11 says this, family. It says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run to it and are protected. He says, the wealth of the rich it's his fortified city, his strong city. And in his imagination, it is like a high wall. I love this scripture so much because it's letting you know, it's letting you know the priority of a strong tower. I would say, right? It says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Here's the thing about that. It doesn't matter how much money you make. God's name is powerful. God's name is powerful. The name of the Lord is a strong tower because there's people. Listen, you're going to get the money. And when you get the money, it does not mean that you're spiritually equipped because there's going to be some things that money can't buy and money can't fix. So you got to understand that there's something stronger than your wealth. And that's the name of the Lord. And he said, the righteous run to it and are protected. So here, I want you to combine, like combine these two concepts. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are protected. As men of God, as women of God, this is, this is, what, we, this is what our foundation is built on. And when we get that understanding and, we, and when we receive the Holy Spirit within our lives, and we receive the salvation that Jesus Christ died for and he freely gives. When we understand that, look at the mindset of how wealthy people think about their wealth. He says the wealth of the rich is his fortified city. So your wealth is a protection around so much. And he says in in his imagination it is like a high wall so how wealthy people view their wealth when they're when they're when they're out there closing deals and they're doing investments when they're making sure that you know life insurance policies are up right trust funds are up different stuff like that they're looking at it as a fortified city picture picture one person in in the middle right and then picture around them is a whole city that is how they view their wealth. They want to protect themselves and their family. So who is, so whoever is in that circle is protected because of the wealth. But in that as well, the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run to it and are protected. See, family, if you have both of those on this journey of investing, of gaining money, Right. If you have both of those, if you understand the name of the Lord is stronger than your wealth and then you look at your wealth as a protector of your family, because now you can leave an inheritance and now your children's children can be in that fortified city as well. The game changes. It changes for you. And that is the beauty. That is the beauty of it. So, family, listen i'm not even done i'm actually going to make a part two of this but um i hope you guys was was definitely blessed um by this episode um because listen this stuff is needed and you know it's going to be some more stuff coming out i'm excited for season four uh, we're definitely going to be in the word. We're definitely going to be, you know, talking about some things. But um, I want I wanted to start it off like that. So we have a foundation of what it is that we're going to be getting into. We're going to be talking about pension plans versus 4 401ks. What are they? We're going to be even talking about some theology stuff. Like, you know, are are we gods? Right. Um, manifestation. Like, what is this? Is it biblical? Um, even going into, you know, procrastinations, um, investment stuff like businesses, forex, indices, commodities. Like we're going to be talking about some stuff that I think is going to bless you guys and bless a lot of people. So, family, listen, I'm out of here. Grace and peace to you guys. I will see you guys on the next episode. With that being said, let's get it yo what up kingdom family thank you for tuning in to today's episode listen i want you to hit the block hit up your job hit up your family your campus your friends whatever the case may be send them this episode let them know what we got going on and i will see you guys on the next one let's get it